Yeah. What's up? <laughs> Thank you. I'm Michelle. Hey, and I'm Alondra, and my internet service is not all that it's cracked up to be. So <laughs> another day, another day. Yep. So how has your week been, Michelle? It's been all right. It's been pretty good. Just uh, wrapping it up. Enjoying, I guess, the weekend. You know? <laughs> Me Car too. Problem. I'm enjoying this long weekend. I get Juneteenth. Well, yeah, you got that, that car situation. Hopefully your AC gets fixed soon and you have to worry about it because it is 100 degrees here in um, lovely Texas. Yes. Ugh. Both my ACs this week decided to, to put our house AC was messed up. They had to come fix that. And then literally the next day, my car AC broke. I was like, well, damn, we're just destined oh, to be in hell, goodness. I guess. I don't know. Oh my goodness, it's, it is it's it's it is insane out there. So my week's been okay, nothing crazy. Just we're I got Juneteenth off, which I'm very happy um for that, that that's now a federal holiday. And so I got a little bit of time to spend with my family. And um and that's it. I mean really nothing much. So have you been keeping up with the um the tr the um, hearings? The hearings over. Uh, I haven't been keeping up with any hearings. The only hearings I kept up with was um, the Amber Johnny thing, and then of course all of the stuff that's been going on since with Amber and her interviews and stuff. God, so. that's a hot mess. Though I, was, I did a couple of videos on her responses and why is she even wasting people's time? And at this point, I mean, she just can't stop from talking. I think I did a video, and I don't know if we discussed this one, but I did a video on what I would do if I was Amber's PR team. I, yeah, I saw that one, I think. I, you know what, the whole, the funny thing is that I would have her, because right now her reputation is of a liar, whether she yeah. likes it or not, the perception is that she lied, right? And and to be honest, you know, it. it I mean, it, we all feel that she lied. I feel that she does, and I think the general public does. So at this point, she has to clean up her reputation somehow. And her interviews or the interviews that she's doing or the interview that she did didn't really help her cause much. You know, it would be better for her to not say anything or if when they do ask her, just say, hey, I spoke my truth. People didn't believe me. Oh, well. And just kind of like say, hey, I said what I said and that's it. But her trying to defend herself somehow. Yeah. And, and be honest, I, you know, yes, she she lied, right? Like obviously based on the oh, yeah. on the facts oh, in the oh. case yeah it appears that she lied but the other thing right is you know in all reality like if we're gonna if i were to take if i were to be on amber heard's team and take her side obviously i have absolutely no pr experience um but if i were to be on her side and if she if <laughs> if i was in pr <laughs> let's pretend here <laughs> Let's pretend I'm in PR. If I was in PR and she was my client, I would play up the fact that she went up uh, against a very powerful man. And and that's it. 
you know, and then be like, she said her truth. People didn't believe her. She went up against a very powerful man. And, and, and that's it. But I wouldn't have her talk right away. I would have her go like maybe a year, right? Like I would have her do year, probably come back and say that she went to therapy. You know what I mean? Like I came yeah. back from therapy. And go have away her, for a while. Take a break. Go away for about, have her volunteer. And like on her post, Instagram post, I would have her like volunteer at several like organizations that deal with women and women's issues and just have a very active role in that. And then after a year, come have an interview with somebody like a Gail King who, you know, like or Oprah or something like that. Have an interview, have her in her house with some horses and her family interacting with a little girl, you know, just like painting this picture. And when she, when they ask her questions, like, you know, I wouldn't have her go on to these, cause she started going off on the, it was about the first amendment and going off on this crap that, you know, yeah, nobody was really believed. that was really weird. I would have just said like, if they would ask me a question, but people believe you lied. And I would be like, well, they have a right to believe whatever they want, but I know this yeah. is my truth. And that's it, mm -hmm. right? Not even go into whether it was or, you know, it could, I mean, in all honesty, it could be her, you know what I mean? Like, it could be her, like, if she it believes, yeah, you know, what she says. And then after that, you know, then I, then she'd be cleaned up. Like, look at Angelina Jolie, and I compare her to her, and uh, granted, Angelina Jolie didn't lie, but look at what... It's a little bit different, yeah. It's a little bit different, but you have to say that the reputation was tainted, right? Like, nobody likes a woman that goes in between a married couple. Yeah. It, it's just, it's just thing. Regarding of the circumstances, they were married, they were in a relationship. Um, I'll be honest with you, me and a couple of my friends, I didn't watch any of her movies for a while because I was all like, not supporting that. Oh, really? Because I, I yeah, didn't even... I didn't watch her for a while. It took me, yeah. it took me, it took me, I think it was after like, <laughs> it took me the twins to be born and her doing all that work for me to be like, all right, I just, you know, I'll, I'll see what she's going to say. I'll watch a movie with her. But even then, like, I will say this, and then it's just like woman to woman, right? A woman that gets involved with a married person, you know, married husband, mm -hmm. um, something really doesn't sit right with me after that. Like, I can try, like, I'll, I can be your friend. I'll give you the respect that you deserve, right? Because everybody sure. deserves respect. I'm not going to judge you on that, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm judging, but I'm not judging. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to support, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be friendly to you, courteous to you. I may your even be your friend. Yes. Yeah. Because I'm like, what if she comes after, you know, my man, which you don't, you don't know, like, I don't know what if she comes after my man. Right. You, um, like, it's not, it's not like somebody you can bring home to you know like when you have a, when you're dating someone you have a girlfriend that you don't mind her being a third wheel because you trust her enough right and you trust mm -hmm. your man enough that you think you know nothing's gonna happen there like she wouldn't be my third wheel if you know what i mean like i yeah. wouldn't carry my my a, a girl that 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 has a history of doing that so yeah and granted yeah. i don't know yeah so it, it uh I don't know. I don't know how I got on a Jenny Jolie, but what I did like, is that like basically she can't she... be sincere to him. 
how would you be sincere to me as a friend you know exactly 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 and there's been situations like that i just really just i don't i don't i don't like it and then even in my personal life you know when a woman is with a man who who has cheated you know who's who's, the man who was married and got involved in that relationship like it's if somebody that's like my friend i mean it still is like dude what are you doing you know what i mean like why are you getting involved it's and then it's not only that especially when they have children together like cardinal rule no no like why are you going to be taking away some kids it's not their like livelihood like their dad supporting them and you're over here getting involved with somebody like that like i don't know and you know in all honesty as women i think every woman has had the opportunity that opportunity has opened up i know for me it has like as far as hanging out uh, like let's just say when i was in college i was like hanging out in college right and there was this guy who pursued me who happened to be married and he was pursuing oh, okay. me like he didn't tell me what that I, and that's what i mean the opportunity has opened up like have, mm-hmm. there's a lot of women that have been pursued by married men i'm sure that present company included right and at that point like it's your decision to say like no you know no matter how attractive that person is it is your decision to say no and let me tell you it finally he was like back it was back when we had facebook <laughs> no not facebook oh wow it wasn't facebook it was back when we had no myspace oh no do you remember <laughs> it was during that oops there it is it was during that time that we had myspace and uh oh, okay, and he okay. was stalking me on myspace and finally yeah and finally i had to tell him i emailed him you know you stop calling me stop stalking me on my face i'm gonna go and tell your wife and then finally he gets like you know shut down but i kind of felt bad for this girl that he dragged across yeah. the country to go he was in grad school to go to grad school and she's at home taking care of her kids you know they're they're one kid that's hers and one kid that he has from a previous relationship and i was like what the heck what kind of mess is that but yeah yeah that can get messy so it took me a while to watch an angelina jolie movie because of, because of that situation yeah i'm glad i don't know and then, i didn't really follow her that much I liked their movies, you know, Tomb Raider and stuff like that. And was it Salt? And I've never watched Salt. There's like I, and I gotta think about the. To this day, I can't watch Mister Mister and Mrs. Smith. Really? Yeah, it bugs the crap out of me. Because that's the moment <laughs> I see them together. I'm like, man, you had a wife, and you got involved, and it's not even her. You know what I mean? It's not even because it's him, right? And, Reality, but how many celebrities reality? does that really happen to? What? Right. Like they go on a movie set, they act with somebody, they end up typically having some kind of fling with them or something like that, right? Like it's so common in Hollywood for celebrities to be on set with somebody else and then have some kind of fling, even though they're with somebody else 
or like not necessarily fling but actually cheating on their partner or some shit like it's so mm. common it is very hollywood. common but i think it's when for hollywood i think it's one of those things that you really have to be tied to your spouse at the hip you know what i mean like the kind of spouse that's like hanging out at the movie you know because typically two celebrities marry another a celebrity marries another celebrity right yeah. And then he's working and she's working and they somehow make it work. But let's be honest here. Let's look at the celebrities that have had the longest relationships. And it's always been one, like, it's like anything else. You know, you always have to have two people that have like, one person yeah. has to lead career-wise and the other person has to, have to step back. It's really difficult unless you're in two different careers to have, like, to him have his career and and he have her, her have her career and have children together, right? And I think that's the critical piece of it, right? Um, I think it happens a at lot least more in my than we industry. Think. I think we have it happens a lot more than we think with a lot of people that we look at as like, oh, this person would never do that to their wife. I think there are some of those out there, right? Like, I don't want to drop names of some super super celebs, but some of the ones that we think of as like, oh, they're just a great person for an image, right? Like they're a great representative or hero for kids, stuff like that, who are in a lot of like maybe family-friendly movies and things like that, right? I think that there are a lot more that we just don't hear about because both of the partners decide to keep it very quiet and still maintain their relationship. So they keep that image that they have kind of like will smith before jada started opening her mouth yeah some of these like yeah. ideal perfect couples you know there yeah and then you realize ones, man i don't want to drop son of they're too big. yeah that are that you think that maybe that may have like some sort allegedly have some sort of like um relationships Affairs. um yeah affairs i can see that happening i can see that happening because i think it happens to normal people as well like nor like not yeah. people that are in the in the in 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 the media like i personally knew a couple that i knew i knew both of them actually and um and they 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 had had affairs on each other like I, she had an affair and he had an affair and so I can see that, ha like, and that happened and they were like normal people, right? Like, you know, I think if yeah. people want to pursue that lifestyle, right, that's certainly they, they can do it, right? And it can be done at like all levels. Of course, the only reason that it's, it seems so much prevalent in Hollywood is because their lives are under a microscope, so mm -hmm. to speak. So they're constantly being filmed. They're constantly has pictures of so-and-so went to dinner with somebody like you would know that day you know what i mean and right. it's funny because yeah. i think now even now i think people's privacy not just celebrities privacy it's celebrities because they're public but even people's yeah. privacy like so many tiktok celebrities right youtube celebrities like just normal people i know there's this lawyer that i follow and he i think he lives in canada um but he said for the first time, like he was noticed on the street in his town by some people for being on TikTok. And he's like, yeah. it's 
it's kind of weird because he's like, I was just a normal guy, you know, and it's weird to be noticed out in public. Yeah, for sure. People getting noticed out in public, but even like with cameras and everybody's got a camera, right? So like for a celebrity, everybody's now a paparazzi and for, um, there's my nephew. Ah. (laughs) And for, and for, um, (laughs) and for, um, even for a normal person, right? If you were, if you wanted to have, like, you'd have to go out, like, okay, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm going down this weird rabbit hole, but stay with me. Let's go. I used to have a friend whose boyfriend was such a cheat that he, and you know how the Metroplex is so big, right? So technically mm-hmm. he had like a girlfriend in Plano, a girlfriend here and a girlfriend there. That's he cut up exactly, do. and you can, and you can, <laughs> but it was back. It was there was more, and you could be more anonymous back then, because yeah. if someone saw you out, they couldn't necessarily take a picture, right? I mean, it wasn't. It. I mean, they could, but they couldn't. You know, it wasn't like a thing. People's phones. People's phones didn't phone have. <laughs> exactly, you have to get the flip phone out. It's the whole thing, and people's phones really Pixelated. didn't have cameras. Yeah, it was pixelated, grainy. So technically, if some if if you saw somebody's boyfriend cheat on them, um, let's say in Plano, right? You could let's say you did have a flip phone, and some of them had cameras and some of them didn't. He could always say it wasn't me, yeah. right? And then you could be at the looking at the pixelated picture and you're like, you know, it's not him. And then in your mind, you'd be convinced because you. But now. Yeah. Heck, you have a whole they video. They got you in 4K. <laughs> they got you in 4K. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, he was. He said, and then so it. The but whole, we can't catch a clear UFO to save our life. <laughs> exactly. But now you got. You got you're right. So at that point, like you can't. Like the game totally changed, and the game I think changed for everybody, not just you know Ooh. celebrities, right? Because now you know it in real time, like. Keep in mind, like there was this one lady, I was following her on TikTok and she was eating at a restaurant and she overheard a man with the daughter come in and he, she was like, he was the other one, he was with his daughter and the other woman, right? And his wife was at home. And so he's talking aloud with the other woman. And this girl had some sort of TikTok following said, Hey, TikTok, I need your help. I saw this man at this restaurant with a little girl in this area can you to you know let's find this man's wife and tell her what was going on and they and she found her and she found her that's crazy the i'm telling you the game has changed it was that was not a thing like back in the day you could go do your mess not that i was doing any mess because i've been faithful to my boyfriends but not yeah, that I was okay. doing it and my husband, I did not, not that I was doing it in the mess, but I knew people who did mess. And back in the day, you could be messy like that. But now, yeah. lo and behold, TikTok detectives, you better not be going to a restaurant with some girl you with some kind of TikTok right following. We need someone to figure out who your partner's day. Well, you, you know, those girls from that show, um, what is that podcast that I listened to? I can't remember the name of it. But there's a podcast, these two women, 
that are like everybody's walking around the podcast with these two women creeping in the shadows. <laughs> I know it's like it's a ghost, it's a ghost. <laughs> it's two podcasts with these two women on there, and <laughs> oh, and they solve murders like cold case. Yes, murders. and they solve murders. Yes, yes, and they solve murders, and so they've literally been solving these like murders. <laughs> she got on <laughs> She got her bag and she's got and they solved murders and those murders have all been like you know they've solved they've investigated and these murders have been solved. So with that said, same, you know, um concept here, except now it's cheating. So there's a cheating side to TikTok where people can find out if their man's cheating. It's insane. It's insane. So, yeah. So I think the whole dynamic has completely changed in a lot of ways. Yeah, I think I'm at the point now. I'm okay with an arranged marriage. Like you're gonna pay all my bills. You're gonna have all the money. You're gonna take care of everything. You're gonna give me money to invest. My money's my money. Your money's my money. (laughs) One of those type of things. You know, I have a friend who married very well, and she's a stay-at-home. And she has like two degrees, three, I think. She does, and they don't have any kids. She stays at home. But let me tell you something. Um, you know, I was on the side on the side of this video where I was hearing this girl say about if you know that even though her husband works full time and she stays there still, I agree when when with taking care of the kids. I think that should be a joint, you know, um, endeavor. Yeah, right. Sure. There are definitely things they need to learn from both sides, for sure. Exactly, but when when you don't have any kids and you're a stay at home, I really do think that there's some certain level of responsibility that you need to take on, right? If the man's going to work full time, and I will tell you this: yeah. this woman with three degrees cooks her husband. Uh, she has a garden, cooks him organic meals. Um, you know makes him some amazing meals and really takes care of him from um domestication standpoint i'm sure there's things that he has to do you know because he can't not not do anything but at the same time like she does take a certain level of responsibility so i feel that if you're going to be a stay at home then you have to be in some sorts in some ways domesticated right like right yeah yeah i mean like you know, just let me put this out here, fellas, if you are interested. <laughs> Finding the fellas. I know how to cook. I know how to clean. But I prefer <laughs> to have someone come clean for me. I already have that. So, yeah, Right? Just to have somebody have like. a garden. I know how to manage a family. I know how to do all that. And I will help you become a better you and coach you on your businesses. Like. You're like, I'm the whole package. Hello. I have some investment ideas in here if you need it. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. For those situations, I guess you have, have to be estate. somewhat domesticated. You must oh, have an estate. For sure. <laughs> if you for want, sure. For is, sure. And this is actually going to be a quote from Angelina Jolie. <laughs> <But> <laughs> if, <laughs> if you want an angel then you must create heaven on earth. That's true. That's what she said. So if you want a woman that's going to be the angel that you're looking for, you got to create the heaven. You have to like work. And I think that there's men that are willing to do that, right? That are willing to be very generous with um, 
their their significant for, others for someone who's going to be loyal and exactly and you do know all the things yeah but not all men are that like i was remember when I was talking to another friend of mine she said she <laughs> told me hey not even if they have money even if they have money not all men are generous oh, yeah. like that well, i mean I heard this a, guy he said uh, that and i think we've said this before too just because the person is high net worth doesn't mean they're high net value yeah right yeah so just because they got lots of money doesn't mean they're valuable people yeah oops lost you okay all right okay yep let's go you, you were just me? thinking about what okay Oh, yeah, no, I agree. Not everybody's generous. Just because somebody has a high net worth, does that does not necessarily mean that they're going to be a generous spouse. And that is sometimes, people sometimes don't realize it. They might get involved with somebody who's very wealthy, but he's not going to be generous with you. Or you could have somebody that may not be that wealthy, but is very generous with the person that they're with. Yeah. And it just, just depends what you want out of life. You know what? I was looking at those. Um, there's some dating coaches on on TikTok, but I don't know if they're really like worth it. You know what I mean? Sometimes I always see like dating coaches or people that put you on like, or they're supposed to set you up with certain people. Like I've always wondered how successful they are and who actually goes to like a real life matchmaker. Oh, okay. That's what I was about to say. So like a matchmaker, because I saw this online coach get, I wouldn't say ripped to pieces by this girl earlier on a video I saw, but I didn't necessarily agree with everything that she had to say because she was like, well, what background do you have? Like, what degree do you have to be able to do this? And he's like, well, you know, I've done a lot of studying. I've sat down with psychologists and all this. And you know, people always want to be like, oh, what degrees do you have? And just because someone doesn't have a degree doesn't mean that they're not incredibly intelligent in that area that they're working with. Yeah. Right? Like you see a lot of self-made people, for instance, Elon Musk, right? Tony Robbins. Mm -hmm. like these are all yeah. self-made people. They didn't get degrees anywhere. Um, they just learned the information and started using it, doing what they could with it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I 100% agree just because, but then a lot of those people have, how should I put it, a network, right? So is it really about having an education, but really about having exposure to that network? And I'm going to talk no, about for sure. yeah, that, that Theranos, what was her name? Um, the lady, is it, was her name? How was it? Was it Elizabeth? Oh, yeah. Oh, I what is her think name? her name was Elizabeth, but I know who you're talking about. She did the blood work Theranos thing. Yeah, Theranos, like that lady, right? So here she is. She's a college dropout. But what she did have was networks that had proximity to wealth that were willing to invest in her bogus company, right? And then she was also having an affair with somebody that that was um, I don't know if he was, uh, but but one of the guys that was 
actually investing with her in that. And it ended up being a huge hoax because the technology wasn't there. Um, but basically going to back to having that whole proximity, right? Yeah. Being able to talk, look a certain way and have that proximity to wealth that she did. And she did have a proximity to that. And people are willing to invest their money in folks that they feel are going to be able to, you know, pull through, right? Or, or create that technology, even if they don't necessarily understand it. And I guess that's where the sales part of it goes in. She must have had like yeah. amazing sales skills or just the gift of gab, right? Because um, I mean, she was very, I mean, she didn't blink very much. She, I mean, some of your skills is basically like getting rapport with the person that you're talking to and stuff. And I don't know. She was just very dry, very eyes open all the way, all the time. Weird voice, like. Well, she not faked that my it, voice right? Isn't weird, but yeah. But she faked all of it, and she faked all of it because she was trying to be. She was emulating somebody like Steve Jobs, the way she dressed, the way what she talked, what she wore, like everything was. You know, it was okay for her to be a little quirky and a little bit weird because people and technology. We think of them as quirky and a little weird, right? Yeah. So, of course, that, that mm -hmm. I mean, that she she played into that. I don't think that she would have gotten necessarily that kind of money if she was, if she would have kept her, like, bubbly blonde persona, right? Oh, yeah, they just so, thought she was stupid, for sure. Yeah, and but in reality, she knew nothing, like... She knew nothing. She just, I mean, in all honesty. She had sales skills. Yeah, something. She had something going on. But then she had that proximity. Again, proximity to wealth, right? And I think that's where a lot of, if you have that proximity, then you have the opportunity to go into these business and kind of these investments and be able to invest early on, you know? Yeah. And have the money to do it. Because even if you, even if these opportunities opened up for people, if you don't have the money to invest, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So yeah, that was always kind of like really interesting, but back to the whole day, like I've always wondered how those, and I asked, cause I was on a live with one of those, um, dating ladies and she, and I was like, how, okay, let's just say a man, they have to find a pool of women that they need to, to find this man to date. Like, how do you get into that pool of women for this man that's completely busy, completely busy or lacks some, or wants a genuine relationship? Like, how do you get in that pool of women that go on these like um, match matchmaker dates? I have absolutely no idea. And and I guess you can't, so I email, I text her and she, she never answered my question. She didn't say how she scouted them. I mean, I don't know you how they scout on them. some of them. You, you do. You do have to sign up on some of them and hopefully that's, you're that person's type. I mean, who knows? It's, it, that is so weird to me because I will say this, that you can see somebody in a picture and see like, oh, they're beautiful, they're gorgeous. But then when you see them in real life, they're not what they look like or the picture was just taken with amazing lighting and amazing angles. I don't know for ones like that. I think they would probably have to meet with you 
yeah and like video conference with you and stuff like that i would imagine too that you have to make like some kind of video like saying who you are what you're looking for you remember like those 80s videos the dating videos <laughs> yeah remember that it's ridiculous i remember those crazy so. like 80s dating videos so i was wondering but she didn't answer my question i was like huh and part of me is are they running a business right so i mean part of me is like are they really invested i wish i guess a really good one would be really invested in feeding her client what they wanted well, but yeah, then you can also be like fine. a shady yeah or a shady person who's like uh, i'm just gonna because most of the most of the time i think and i was actually thinking of investing in a matchmaker at some point just to see what that would be like but then it's like what if you invest some it's thousands of dollars right yeah, to get with somebody, you, yeah. somebody you end up getting divorced from that's a fucking lot or even or that. even not meeting anybody right like them having you go on several dates and it's like uh not a match not a match not a match yeah. so there's also that issue with doing on there but i always find that kind of interesting on that whole like uh yeah. what it would be like to have like a coach well, a coach like a, is different than a matchmaker. Well, they do the date. It's like dating, coaching, and then they're matchmaking you. So they coach you on certain things. Okay. They coach you on certain things, and then they coach you. So they coach you on certain things, and then they match you up. Oh, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. So that's yeah, why it's so know. expensive. I think you should just awesome. put yourself in proximity of the type of person that you want. And you know but yeah, that's that way. True. but how do you do that though like what what a pro what kind of proximity you know to people like i mean i don't know well so i mean we've kind of talked about this before right like if yeah, you are looking for a wealthy man where's a wealthy man going to be hanging out like what are his um you know when he's not at work what's he doing is he going to charity events? Put yourself at a charity event. I mean, you can go to most charity events for pretty cheap. You uh -huh. just pay like the base price or whatever. Um, where, you know, is he at the gym? Which the gym is, eh, I mean, after you go there for a while, then people might start coming up to you um, that see you there all the time. You know, if somebody's like a guy or whatever is interested like oh you know they start working out closer to you when you're there mm -hmm. stuff like oh, that oh you would I'm, know <laughs> yeah i've gym. noticed this dude lately doing that when i'm at the gym and i'm like hmm, he's not bad looking <laughs> he's a good looking dude so but yeah i mean just putting yourself in those places asking yourself like are there any memberships right that certain resort clubs stuff like that you know um mm -hmm. yeah just you know putting yourself in those type of places like tony robbins for instance has the uh what is it the lions club so it's like their top member like you pay a membership to basically get in with the group and you take four trips a year and stuff with these people they become very close to you. You become friends with them. There's single people. There's married people. Um, and you get to know all of them, you know? So things like that, you don't have to do that one. That one's very, very pricey, but. Oh, I'm sure. That's not like. 75 grand a year. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's not anybody. That's like, you got to have 75,000 
discretionary income. Right. And it's putting you in proximity of people who are going to increase your net worth. Right. You start making connections with these people. And I mean, you look, you look at it like, oh, okay, 75,000 a year. Some people who may not necessarily have the cash know that the payoff's going to be worth it from who they're going to meet, the connections they're going to get, and they'll put that shit on credit because they know over this next year, due to the connections that they're getting, they're going to get so many opportunities that that 75K is a drop in the bucket. There's, I guess, because you're going to be doing business. Like if you have a small business, right, um, then that may be something that you may want to be in proximity to those folks to say, okay, how do I do this? Or how do I get that information? How do I deal with supply chain issues? You know, um, who are your vendors who, you know, who are your vendors that are making these products for you? So like all of that information mm-hmm. and then then getting you the connections, right? like the contact people that you need to reach out to. So I can totally see that happening for somebody who has a small business to have that proximity um, to wealth. So yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Right, like if you like art and you wanna meet a guy who's into art, maybe go to museums. For sure. You know, go to events that are held at museums, stuff like that. So it's more of like a mingle type of thing than a just walk around and look at art type of thing, you know. Um, for sure. Yeah. Proximity, proximity to where, you know, what kind of car does that person drive? How can you put yourself into areas where that kind of car is going to be around, um, boat races, um, stuff like that. Things that would cost that type of money. Right. Yeah. It'd be like money to do. For sure. I always found that interesting. The whole proximity to like wealth and trying to get in those social circles. I just feel that I would feel really awkward in those social circles because I'm kind of, I feel like I'm a little weird. Yeah. Well, that's where like creating an identity too comes in handy because, you know, if you want to find a person, are you the person you need to be for that person? Right. Like we have this idea of who it is that we want, but are we really the person that they would want? You know, you've seen something very interesting and I want to, want to, um, want to talk about that. So Amber Heard studied Johnny Depp. Yeah. Before. Yeah. So he was like, she was so fascinating. She used to listen to this obscure jazz that I used to listen to. Well, of course, she wasn't listening to that obscure jazz. She wasn't listening to that. She knew that you liked obscure jazz and looked it up. She knew you were into wine. Yeah. Somebody said that when she was a young girl, she had pictures of Johnny Depp all over her wall, I guess, as a teen. And basically stated that she wanted him. And I think it was like one of her parents said that she's so dedicated that whatever she says she wants, she's going to go out and get. And as a teen, she was in love with Johnny Depp. Oh, I'm sure. And so she went out and did whatever she needed to do to get there, which look. Do you boo? But don't fuck it up. Not everybody's going to (laughs) go. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. She, 
a one a friend of mine said that if you that people who really love money have money like you have to really love it in order to have it and some people don't love it that much right yeah some people chase it chase it and then chase it and then you know um but back to studying people so i remember a long time ago i was really into um serial killers and there was this one lady she wasn't a she wasn't a serial well she did she killed a couple of people a couple of her husbands can't remember what the name of her was yeah she did she killed a couple of her husbands but the last one she killed was a very wealthy man and his family was all like no she didn't but one thing and this was back in the 80s she would go to the library and she and then she would study these men it reminded me kind of a not you know kind of the same um mentality of becoming the person that where you're talking about the persona mm-hmm. what type of man that you want so she would go to the library she would and she wasn't a beautiful woman like she was attractive enough you know petite thin um did her hair a certain way dressed like the you know dressed apart of what she wanted to be. And she went out and she pursued these men and she ended up marrying this very wealthy man. Of course, she ended up trying to get rid of him and she did. Now she's in jail. But uh, but what I'm saying is, but the whole thing is studying the person that, you know, the type of, she figured out how to eat, how to dress, like what to wear, what flattered her body, what this, what that all of these things and then she started going to places where these men were now keep in mind these men weren't always tens right they weren't like they weren't yeah they weren't like these because i think women have this mentality and i could say i've include myself in that too that you want tall dark and handsome and wealthy and it's not in that order right yeah it's really like it's really wealthy and maybe not so tall maybe not so dark and maybe not so handsome and if he is handsome he may not be that wealthy so it's all a balance like what do you what do you want out of life right so he wasn't the best looking man in the world right he was regular guy you know tall slightly overweight but you know he seemed like a nice man treated well we're very generous with her and her family but back to that is like it's these men are all aren't all gonna look you know they're not gonna be like yeah. these gorgeous men you know so back to yeah, studying like majority of the time it's not it's gonna be a, a normal normal looking yeah. guy yeah just an average looking guy and there's nothing wrong with that you know one of the things i did admire about sex in the city um is that the men that they had in there were regular men like Big was probably the best looking guy there, and maybe yeah. like Ian carries. Yeah. yeah, but they were like the the men that they dated on that show on that show right when it was on were these like very normal looking men. They were regular guys. Yeah. So in reality, that's how it is. Like nobody even. I love Johnny Depp, but Johnny Depp is pushing sixty, and that's yeah. the reality yeah. of it, yeah. right? He, he is pushing 60. Does he look good for his age? Absolutely. Yeah. But he's not Johnny, 21 Jump Street, Johnny Depp, right? Right. <laughs> right. So, right. you know, it, it's an exchange. Most men right? like, who have it, that kind of money, it took time to get it. 
So they're oh, not going to sure. be spring chickens necessarily. Yeah. No, no, no. But I mean, but you're really looking for it. But again, to your point, creating that persona of who you want to be, right? When you're around these, these, these people, do you want to be like, how you, how do you dress? How do you present yourself? You know? Yeah. I've, it's yeah, it, it that... very interesting. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, it's very interesting. And not all of them are going to like, um, you know, because you have, because you have this thing that they're all going to like these tall, blonde, model-esque women. And that's not, that's also not necessarily the case. Right. Yeah. I remember when I was, well, I'm single now, but, but before I was married, right, um, that this guy once told me he's all like don't you think that these all these men are going to want tall blonde thin women and i remember looking at him as i was like no they don't not, you don't know what people like yeah. you do not know what people like everybody likes something different like you sometimes i have been in situations myself and the, where I know that this person's, um, I was, all, <laughs> I've always thought, I've been in situations where somebody's wanted me, wanted to date me and they're in a relationship with somebody else, right? And I know this. And sometimes the women that they were in a relationship with were very beautiful women that I'm like, first yeah. of all, no, right? Because I'm not that type of woman, one. Yeah. But second, it always was weird to me that you have this person that is what you would consider American ideal, right? Tall, thin, blonde, which I am clearly not, right? <laughs> to pursue something that's totally different. And that always, see, that always seemed, I knew that at a young age, right? So I knew that 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 sometimes things aren't what they appear. And some men that don't have that don't have access to or don't have the privilege or whatever you want to talk about. It's not a privilege, but women like that wouldn't pursue them automatically assume that because you don't look like that, that they're not people are, you know, you're not going to get pursued. I think yeah. I always thought that was funny. Well, it comes back to needs too, mm -hmm. right? Like if the needs aren't being met in the relationship, like, okay, yeah, the attractiveness need could be being met. But the connection need or the romance need or the maybe things are too plain and bland and the same all the time, right? So the spice is missing, um, which is what you find in a lot of relationships is that they've been with them for so long that they know how a relationship's going to go and it's just very boring and there's no spice to it anymore. Um, and so they cheat with something that's exciting, right? Makes makes them feel excited again. Yeah. Um, and, it's, so, and it may yeah. not necessarily be, you know, a 5'9", 115-pound model. You know what I mean? It may just be just a regular girl down the street. You know what's especially funny? Especially if that's what their partner work. is, too. Exactly. Exactly. Especially if that's what their partner is. They're like, why am I, you know, I just want somebody to. And I think that people's needs change with age. You sure. know, what you, you might have said, okay, I did you know, the right thing, right, as a man or a woman, right, 
you met the person that you were supposed to meet. It met the standards everybody expected you to date. You had children with them and you have a family, but they were never the person that fulfilled you completely or that you were 100%. I think that relationships are a lot about luck. You know, as much as you were finding somebody attractive, but also about having being fortunate enough to meet someone that you're going to grow with together and grow in the same direction. And Mm -hmm. that is fairly rare in my opinion. Yeah. Fairly rare. I think some some um, people get to where they feel that they're fine and they lose the growth aspect, right? Because growth is also a need. And yeah. if your relationship's not growing together and one person is stagnated and they're yeah. happy with where they are, you know. For sure. And I think that that's, that also happens and why some people decide to pursue something that's other, yeah. right, than what they have, than what they're dating or what they've dated in the past. So that's always, that concept has always been very interesting um to me but yeah your needs change as you grow older and maybe something that would have excited you when you were younger is no longer an issue now mm-hmm. so you somebody that you don't necessarily want to date now so yeah i always thought that was that was crazy but in all honesty when i was talking about that guy he was like what makes you think and i was like you don't know what people want you don't know what people date you don't know what sort of connection people have and I was watching once this Oprah interview with um, a person who deals with people who cheat and said, it, it's not always, well, I'm going to step back a little bit. So there was this trend on TikTok where they had these, these girls that had the, my mom, they had a picture of their mom and then the woman that their dad left their mom for, right. Or the relationship ended or their stepmom. I don't know if you saw that. There was like a comparison. And I thought it was interesting that sometimes the stepmom wasn't as pretty as the mom, right? And that goes back to that whole Oprah interview where they interviewed that person who was like a dating coach. And they said, a lot of times when a person leaves a relationship, it's not necessarily because it's not, that person is not necessarily as attractive. Right. As, Yeah. You, that's that's a, a a mistake. People think that they oh just because they're gonna meet somebody that's although I will say that that what I've noticed that celebrity men or men that have money typically tend to date women that are a lot younger than they are. Like yeah, by like twenty twenty years. I mean just like insane amount of years. But then in my opinion, does it even matter to them? Like at this point, okay, I'm with someone. But does it even matter, like the whole connection piece? Like, you, are you really connecting? It's kind of weird. I think in some areas it's kind of weird, right? Like, if you're in your 50s and you're dating a 19 year old, that's kind of weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Like, if you're they're yeah. younger than your grandkids almost, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, not grand, maybe grandkids. Grandkids are probably close. Yeah. I think that is kind of, I think that's kind of weird. Like when you have somebody where there's like a 20 or 30 year age difference. Mm, Okay. 
I'll take I that back. If they're young, yes. But like if, if you're 30 and the other person is 70, like that's not that's no, fine. That's not right. Like you're both that's fine. completely grown people. Exactly. No, no, no. I get but when you're I agree. If if you're 19 and you're dating somebody who's 50, then I do kind of see it like, hmm, maybe not a good yeah. look. Yeah, for you. yeah. They're literally barely legal and you've lived so much life. Like that person is so so young and naive that sometimes the girls really know what they're doing but most of the time those girls don't know what they're doing and later in life they're like dang you know because they just see in their in their 20s they just see a lifestyle right so they see a lifestyle with somebody that's that's going to be able to give me what i want and have me live the way i want to live yeah or we look at certain situations too like we've seen recently right with the girl made a choice to do something or be with somebody that was very sketchy right and then later down the line they say i was groomed i was groomed but i think and not to victim blame because i've i had my fair share of stuff that was stupid as fuck i shouldn't have done as a teen that put myself in certain situations. So this is not victim blaming at all. You have to own responsibility for certain things in your life that you put yourself into. There are certain situations where you don't put yourself in in situations that turn out to be not very good. But when you intentionally have put yourself in a certain situation that you know that you were dumb for making the choice, but you still made it, right? Like for instance, when I was 14, dating a 34 year old because I was too big and too bad and nobody could tell me nothing you know like looking back at it now I made that choice I thought I was cool it was blah 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 but he knew better mm-hmm. he knew better you were a child I kind of knew better I, I mentally knew better right like I mentally knew that someone my age was not supposed to because it was not good it was illegal but I made that choice because, I, like I said, I was too big and too cool and nobody could tell me nothing. Um, and there were multiple situations that I had put myself in, like, for instance, with my kid's father, right? Like, I put myself in that situation. He was with a girl who he said they were split up, but they were still living together. He was abusive to her. Why would I think he would not be abusive to me? But I didn't. Oh, he loves me too much. He'll never do that. (laughs) Stupid. He did. Um, But I had to learn the hard way. But I had to take my own responsibility for that. I put myself in that situation. Right? And so if we want our life to change, you are responsible for every single thing in your life that happens to you. Uh Pretty much. Pretty much. There, There are very very few things um so you got to take responsibility for all the things in your life could you have made a different choice today could you have made a better choice could you have made a choice in the direction that you are really wanting to go did everything that you did today really support the life that you want to have the person that you want to be right and when we all start taking responsibility for all the things even the shitty things that have happened to us that we want to look back on, right, of of the terrible situations and be like, oh, this person did this to me. They took advantage of me. But 
we had a choice in that matter, right? Like we still have to take responsibility for those things. And I think looking with the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case, we're not seeing any sense of responsibility at all for this relationship and what happened in it. Like at all. No, not and at then all. A lot of it's being intentional of like her being so young and, you know, the stuff that she we're seeing with Manson young. where girls are talking about all the stuff that's going on with Manson. Now, Manson, I can look at Manson and be like, I don't know. I just feel something's not right there. Yeah, as a, if I'm looking to date someone, I don't look at him and go, oh, yeah, he's the poster child for helping people. I just don't see that. For um, um, what, is, um Maryland, Manson, Maryland Manson? Yeah. Right. So oh, those the, girls that got into the relationship with him. Well, the one that's oh. trying to sue him that's friends with Amber Heard right now or whatever, the one that said she was groomed and, you know, these things happened. But looking at Manson and looking at some of his relationships, like the Von, what's her name? Vita Vontese. Yeah, Vontese and then his ex-wife coming out and saying like, hey, our relationship wasn't, you know, it was what it was. We were consenting adults. It wasn't like this person's explaining. Um, and I know I might get dragged for saying this, but the girl that is having the whole thing with him right now, I forget her name, but she was talking about being groomed and that all these things happened. And if they did, that is, it is tragic. But she had also talked about all of the things that Brian was doing that was good because I guess Brian is his regular name, right? And I'm sorry, but I just, I don't look at him and his songs and how he's handled himself and just all around, right? And go, you know, Manson is probably a really awesome guy who loves children. And you know what I'm saying? That's not... <laughs> yeah, it's so not his persona. And, and sit there and say like, oh, Brian was... I felt doing all these good things and I was manipulated into this. I don't know. I just, that I whole situation there's... seems like it was a, that type of relationship with him, you know, I like. Th I think with a lot of these young women dating these celebrities, right? I mean, there's a hunger there, right? You grow up seeing these celebrities and even if it's just, any celebrity that can get you into that party or get you has the connections, knows people, yeah. is friends with so-and-so, and you're associated with them because when you're so young, that's what you, you know, you want people to admire you. You want people to look at you. Um, and it's not, as you get older, I guess you care less. And I think there, that's what it is. I mean, part of it is that they're so young that they kind of get distracted by the whole celebrity. And so they're really in love with the persona. They're in love with the lifestyle, not necessarily like the person. And then when they yeah. realize that all these things were done to them, that they were not necessarily okay with, but they were just in it for the ride. They come back and say, okay, now I'm older. And what he did was wrong right. uh, or what right. he shouldn't have done that. Or I shouldn't have allowed that person to say, but at the end of the day, when you're 18, even though you're a very, very, very young woman. And naive and stupid. And this is how you get wise in life. You do stupid that's shit. Exactly. You do. But you can't you look do. back on the stupid shit decisions that you made 
and say, oh, fuck, I don't like it now. And it's his fault. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't go around and say it's, it's, it's that person's fault. At the end of the day, you made certain decisions that you shouldn't have made. And granted to your point, you're 18, you're 19, you're stupid and you're making all these bad decisions and that's how you learn. But you can't go on and say, okay, well, it's his fault. Like, you know, it's his fault. Yeah. Cause at most 18, 19 year olds, we all try to act like we've got life figured out. Nobody can tell us anything, but we're making our own decisions because we want to do it or whatever, you know? And yeah, I don't know. I, I say, let's hear the case on it. You know, that, that would definitely case, yeah. be a case I would want to hear because I don't know. I've, I've been in relationships that were very darkly weird like that. And it was a decision that I made to be in that type of relationship. So looking back on anything that happened in that point of aggression or, you know, BDSM or uh, like fantasy graping stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's why I said graping, you know, like, looking back on stuff like that where it's it's it is stuff like that because you are dark and you are damaged and you've got other stuff going on and you're I don't want to use the word manipulated by the older man but intrigued by the older man and the darkness that comes along with it you know and I don't know and I'm curious I, I to see what that face because yeah he's he's got receipts supposedly and she's got receipts too so We'll see who. And I think it's. I agree. And I think it's so important for a young woman to know what those limitations are for you. Right. Like what's no. Yeah. Is You know, what is what is, what am I comfortable with doing with my partner and what I'm not comfortable doing with my partner. And if you're not comfortable doing anything with your partner, the answer is no, I'm not comfortable doing that with yeah. you. And in there, and I'm sure that in a girl's mind, well, if I'm not comfortable, you're not here to please a man so he can stay with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, in a situation like that, I can definitely see where saying no might be scary. Yeah. Because you don't know. Like, if they're already that dark and they're already doing that type of stuff, if you say no, what will really happen? You know, so I can definitely see that it would be scary to say no and that you were put into a situation where you were scared to say no essentially but also made that choice to be in that type of relationship oh yeah well if you're Which, so if you're scared of your partner right if you're scared if you're scared of your part of saying no to your partner that's not a relationship you need to be in like yeah. in, be intimate be intimate with you know what i mean like if, you, well, if, you, if, if you're that afraid, yeah. If you've ever been in a relationship prior to that one, even, that was remotely aggressive or, like, abusive, you fear saying no to anybody later, too, because you never know what's going to cause them to snap. Oh, I'm, and, you know, yeah. I'm curious to see how this all turns out, because I... 
I haven't, I've heard very minimal. I know that he's had a reputation of abusing women, like allegedly, right? Allegedly right. abusing women. But it was it consensual going into it. And then the other person was like, oh shit, this is way more than I thought it was going to be. You know? Yeah. You, I, you know, I think when you're going to get into relationships that are that intense, it's almost like you have to discuss what you're willing to do, where you're willing to go and where you're not willing to go. And, and, and I mean, at this point, we'll see what happens with that case. It is, and it's scary. I mean, yeah, it's, that's definitely a weird, a weird life to try to lead and be also famous and have money and not expect someone to come back who maybe regretted their decisions later or the situation did get hairy from what they had originally consented to and it just got way out of hand you know um yeah it's, that is scary i don't i don't know if i yeah that is that is very scary and there's people that are into that sort of stuff and which to me is, 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 I don't know. I mean, I guess it's fine if you're both comfortable with it, but to wrote your point, the moment somebody's uncomfortable with it, they need to speak up, but they're sometimes they're so young, right. That they're like, right, they're should scared. I, they're scared or, you know, they're like so young as if I don't do this, he won't stay, he won't stay with me and I won't have access to all these people that I have access to. Yeah. What do you think about that uh, that one guy? What's his name? Ah, I see his face. Um, that he they're saying there's like this the mom and the dad are coming out and saying that they he manipulated their daughter or is manipulating their daughter. He's an actor. Oh, I, I can't remember what his name is. Never he dated um Zoe Kravitz, but I don't know if he's like a really, really famous actor. Um, I, you know, I'm to the point where I don't know the newer, the newer actors anymore, right? Yeah, I have, I have absolutely no, idea. no clue. I mean, I don't know who's new and who's not. I'm no clue. But yeah, going back to that, you have to figure out what's, what you're comfortable with. You can't just not, you know, if you're not comfortable with something, don't do it and move on. And if that person doesn't like that, well, oh, well, right? What are you going to do? Yeah, you know, well, you're definitely gonna have to distance yourself in that type of situation yeah, for, some... for sure. Yeah, I, I, I want to hear the case because especially, you know, it'll be a shame. Evan Rachel Woods, her name, the girl yeah. that's going through the thing with Manson, you know, it would be a shame because she's such good friends with Amber is that Amber, for one, Amber has ruined it for her a lot. It's making it a lot difficult for Evan Rachel Wood because of what Amber did and came out and lied so hard about what happened between her and Johnny, right? Like she could have came out and said he was, I think it would have been more believable if she would have said like he was verbally abusive or something to her because she just didn't have the pictures to back up the amount of abuse that she said was happening. Like the pictures just don't match. And so I think if but she I, would have just made but, it more about like verbal abuse she may have had a better case but she just got up there and her her story just doesn't match the evidence at all 
but it would be a shame if Amber took parts of Evan Rachel Wood's story and used it as her own. So, because when when so I, people hear that case and it matches, they're gonna be like, "Fuck this." That's true. But here's the other thing. I think man, I think Manson will have a harder time just because oh, of his of his reputation like he is not while johnny's charming and a, and conventionally right. attractive and, and the kind of guy that he, yeah who have said he's abused them yeah exactly zero people who've said that i think with marilyn manson you have not only her but there's other allegations that i've heard right. i can't remember them off the top of my head but i have heard that he well, has that reputation book called a long road out of hell right where he describes some very brutal things that brian was doing which is his other self you know so i mean he's he's a very hurt person right and hurt people hurt people gosh yeah hurt people you hurt people I mean, you can't, you can't deny that. Yeah, I'm curious how that's all gonna, gonna end up. Um, yeah. Certainly now, pick, speaking of picking the wrong people, um, I did watch the finale of the Kardashian, and it's so it's not that I'm like a huge fan. I've, I think I watched three episodes, but I did watch the one where um, Chloe found out about Tristan. I just, you know. These women, for all the money, right, and the power that they have, I don't know why they don't date people that are normal, like, not, I'm going to say normal, because they're normal, (laughs) but date men that are emotionally, uh, what's his name, Pete, Pete, I still don't feel like he's emotionally available either, though. He's 13 years younger than she is. Oh, wow. I think at this point, yeah, younger. I think she's just having fun because he's so fun and childlike. She hasn't had fun and childlike. Exactly. Fun and childlike. And we're doing this and it makes her feel like a teenager again and young and all of this. But keep in mind, to your point, he's not available. Like, that's one piece of her that she was missing, but I can see how difficult a relationship with someone like Kanye would be because he was he was basically like I don't know how many child children they have like four or five probably like a fifth yeah I think they have four four fifth, fifth child like for example like he wanted a certain band like no that she had something where she was talking about a bandaid and he wanted something I feel like he was very emotionally needy however on top of that he was going through his mental breakdown so she was having to deal with her children and having to deal and support her husband emotionally yeah it was like taking care of another kid but but then again like how should i put this without like on the other end because he was just doing things that were Putting their family in a bad light and stuff yeah, like that. But it was but how how can't you Very treat controlling this? almost too. 
Yeah, but he was going, he was manic, right? He was going through these manic episodes, right? Because of his mental illness. But how is, when you're, when you're married to someone who's going through these manic episodes, that is, that is a very difficult situation to be in, right? Mm -hmm. And then having to justify what he's saying because he's going through these episodes where he's like doing all these things, doing everything. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But it's no different if he would have had an accident, which he, you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, like, it's a disability, right? It's a form mm-hmm. of, of, of of mental illness. So, I mean, would she have stayed in the relationship if he had, like, like, if he lost to, to me, that's when you tell if that's, like, really, like, legit, right? Like, are you going to stay? Yeah. In, and I don't just, like, there's some people who can't tolerate that. So I'm not going to bash anybody who's who can't tolerate being in a relationship with someone i remember my mom telling me a story about a person that he, a man that she that she knew that his wife lost her arm or it might have been the other way around and he tolerate the fact that she didn't have an arm and that led to their divorce so yeah i don't I don't want to drag her for saying for leaving him when because of him having to deal with mental illness because I think having four children and then having to deal with somebody that's going through this getting them to therapy making sure that they're taking the pills that they need to take is gotta be very stressful so I think she went the opposite end and decided to date somebody that's going to be no stress but then again she doesn't have the same commitment she does have with which she had with a husband, a husband and a boyfriend are two different things, right? A husband, you have to deal with that. And if he, you know, acts a little crazy, she can always get up and leave, right? Or does something not, and I don't mean like crazy in the sense of mental, but I'm just saying, yeah, exactly. It's not. So if he does something out of the ordinary, let me use that word, right? You race crazy out of the ordinary, something that she doesn't like, she can always, you know, leave the situation distance. yeah distance herself um but when you're when you, when somebody has like a like for example Kanye when you have a mental illness and he's going through this breakdown she has to stay in that in that situation and help him through mm-hmm. and that is very exhausting yeah so sure. i can see why she said hey cuz you have two options either you wait it out till that person gets healthy right or just that's hard when that person doesn't want to take medicine because it's messing with their genius yeah exactly exactly and that's (laughs) you know sadly that's something that comes along with people who are genius and to discount that kanye is not genius or hold on to discount that kanye is genius because he really is like he's a very very intelligent person but that's what happens with people who are genius like that is they're gonna be a little a little off in other places you know yeah it's just it comes with it yeah i mean with with someone like elon same thing right incredibly smart i think with him it's more about being able to retain information like he's he can just retain information and utilize it Mm. um but he's crazy like he's completely crazy. You have to be crazy to think you're gonna start a rocket company and a electric car company and a solar grid company. Like you gotta be crazy. 
And he's one of those guys that if he has to live in a tent to be where he needs to be, he'll live in a tent. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. need like those creature comforts, right? If I need, I'm going right. to stay here. I'm going to stay in this little house. I'm going to stay here. He doesn't need those, those things. Um, yeah, I think for somebody to go through that so publicly, I think for Kim, she just kind of went the other way where Pete's easy. Well, of course he's going to be easy. He's a boyfriend. I go on vacation with you. I see you when I want. When I'm in a bad mood or I'm busy, I don't have to see you. I don't have an obligation to see you. Yeah. And you don't have an obligation to see me. I, before I was married, people would always say, boyfriend is totally different from a husband. And 100%, it's totally different. Because... When you're and when you're, it's a boyfriend. It's like, oh, you can always just leave the house. You know, when it's a yeah, boyfriend, you can always just leave. You can always just say, hey, I'm gonna go to my house. Yeah. yeah, but when you're when you're in a relationship, you have to sit. You you have an argument, and you're in the same house with that person. Unless unless you're Johnny Depp, you had a whole different like escape. <laughs> oh, gosh, you know, here's the thing. When he said, I know what it's like to be in a relationship and not want to go home. So when he when he said that, I felt that like I knew exactly what he was talking about with the relationship and not wanting to go home. Yeah. That is the worst place to be. And you want to yeah. make your relationship work and, and, and it's a, so when people go through the whole thing, cause I'm sure when you have that many kids on a, on Kim's end that I yeah. get that, that has to be like a really tough decision. And you see her kid acting out like in one of them, her little girls, like throwing the finger in all their f Christmas pictures. And I can see why, like she, oh, no, kids I... don't, kids, yeah. oh, kids one of the things my brother said, and I think that it really kind of had me, it's like, kids don't care about your happiness. They don't. They care. To an yeah. extent, they do. But they really care about, especially when they're young, like little, they care about being fed, being cared for when mommy and daddy are, are together. They don't, they don't think that deep, like, well, if mommy's happy, we're all happy. You know what I mean? They really, yeah. they're really about what, what they want especially and, if you're raised with that much money right like yeah not just that much money but all the stuff that you've done already by that age that most people have never done like north is going to be a billionaire by the time she's 14 yeah because of the companies and real estate that kim has in her name yeah yeah she's gonna be a very wealthy little like, girl she, of course she's acting out you know like look at their relationship dad and mom and it's she wants attention right that's what she's seeking is attention she's not getting it at the level that's high enough for her with her parents so she's she, seeking she, that attention she and she wanted that attention from her from her mom because she knew if she was going to throw that finger at those pictures her mom was going to be yes. upset Right. She was going to get a level 10 action and you can give a level 10 action in a positive way or a, or a negative way. And a positive way is going to be a lot more impactful because you're going to get a lot more than just dopamine from that. You're going to get oxytocin and stuff too. Um, 
But if they can get that level 10 reaction in a negative way because their need isn't being met high enough, that's what they're going to do. And it's sad because you can see that a woman who has four kids and four little kids, your normal women are spread thin. A normal a woman with four kids is been a single mom. I spread thin with Girl, no I got help. Three and I am spread. <laughs> My mom's like a fourth one. I'm spread thin. I'm spread very thin. Yeah, spread thin. It's completely different with her having all their help. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much help you have. Your kid doesn't want the attention from the help. Yeah. Your kid wants the attention from you. Right. And I mean, I don't know. I don't, to your point, I, I would think that it would be very difficult to be a child of someone who's that uber famous. Yeah. And puts sure. priority on being in the limelight. Yeah, it, honestly, it if it was one, me, for sure, because I mean, if those kids, you don't know, right? Like they've been having all that money and the lifestyle that they have. And if they don't have that, then that's also going to feel weird to them. But if Kim doesn't put herself in the limelight like she has it, they wouldn't have the lifestyle that they have. Like, I don't know. I think at this point it's kind of become like a catch 22. But you have to make that decision, right? Like. Um, so here's the thing, because people always like say, I grew up with my mom at home and my dad working. We by no means, we probably would have had more if they both worked. By no means we're wealthy, but we had a house and I knew that my mom was at home when I, when, when she was at home. There are many, like my, all of my close girlfriends for the most part had us at least, I can name at least two, had a stay at home mom traditional Mexican family, stay-at-home mom, traditional Latin family, stay-at-home mom. Right. We did not have the big house, the big things that all these other people have, but I knew that when I got home, my mom was going to be there. To them, it was a priority to have, with all their lack of knowledge and whatever, right? It was a priority for them to have somebody at home with the child as opposed to have to having us go to daycare or other things or having a bigger house, more things because my mom worked. Yeah. At some point you have to say, first of all, at some point, how much money is enough money? Mm -hmm. Right. One. And then at some point, what's your priority, right? Is your priority having stable kids? Um, and you know, and is your priority your children or is your priority your career? And I hate to say it, but at some point, somebody needs some, at some point you have to make that decision. Yeah. And I'm by no means like, I don't have any kids, so I'm not a parent. Right. <laughs> but I know that you have to make that decision. Right. Yeah. I know that my parents made that decision for me. And I'm saying for somebody who has that much money at some point you have to, what is more important, the well-being of, and the funny thing is that they just, she just plays it off. Like, Oh, she just, she's throwing the finger in the Christmas pictures. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like they don't get attention at a level 10 in a good way. Cause they get to do all kinds of fun stuff with their mom all the time. Yeah, for sure. Right? Cause she's, but, got, she's there. 
maybe it's a phase, you know. Maybe it just goes through that phase. I mean, I'm way just, different than I was in my teen years, and yeah, I mean, looking back now, I I was a I was a total bitch to my mom. Like, I just don't see growing up in front of a camera like that as normal. And granted, it's their normal, I but I just here's the thing: you don't have there's. When you're a child like that, you do whatever your parents want you to do, right? Yeah. But at some point, they how do you keep their – you decided to be in front of the camera. Your children did not decide to be in the camera, in front of the camera. Yeah, at some point, yeah. where, do you, where do you draw the line? I think Gary V said something very similar, Not, and he didn't speak about the Kardashians. He said something about – People using their children is like almost like a social media problem. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that they've done really good with that, though, right? Like, North didn't get on social media until recently, and it was only with Kim, right? So as far as actually being on social media, I, I think they've done, I mean, obviously the paparazzi and stuff, they haven't, you know all the TV show and yeah. But it's, it's more of being in the public eye, right? Cause that's, yeah, I mean, yeah. social media basically what puts you in the public eye. So you said there's people that use their kids to get into the public eye, right? So they're using their kid mm-hmm. is a prop. Is that really healthy? Like sometimes a kid doesn't want to be on camera and their justification is when I always hear these folks say their justification is, well, they don't, if they don't want to do it, they won't do it. But at the end of the day, as a parent, right, they you're setting the expectation the yeah. that that's what you want them to do. So now, even if the kid's annoyed with the camera being in their face, there's really nothing they can do about it. So I don't know what it, if it it would be like, because you have all these people with all these different personalities, and you can't tell me that there's not any of those kids that don't want to have a camera in their face. Right. Even and Courtney acts like she doesn't want any cameras. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Any cameras in her face. Because you want to have some sort of privacy. And granted, all of their sh- the show's heavily edited and they only show you what they wanted you to know. And a lot yeah. of it is like acting. But at the same time, there's some things that are... Is it worth it? At some point, you have to ask yourself, is it worth it to have all this money and power, right, in exchange for your anonymity and your privacy? And that's kind of like the big question, like, what is that balance? Um, And this is, you know, and in the Kardashians, I think why people have such a love-hate relationship with them is because it almost seems like they have this this whole thing where it's they it's almost like they care more about money than anything else and people like that tend to be pretty for me they're scary right people like that are scary that they're they're willing to do all of that that in order for to live a certain lifestyle and i truly wonder if and when i say the kids on this one i don't mean kim's kids 
but I mean the kids as in Chloe, Kim, Courtney. I wonder, and uh, what are the other girls' names? Uh, the model and... Uh, Kendall, Kylie. Yeah, Kendall and Kylie, right? I've I've heard multiple of them say that they would just be fine having this small, quiet life, you know, of solitude basically and just doing their own thing i think it was kylie who was talking about she would just want to have a farm out in the woods and stuff like that so i don't know i just i wonder if chris is really the one that has them working so hard right like yes they do it yes they they like it but at the same time do they really or is it yeah. because of Chris, you know, double works hard, Chris works harder. But um, is it really come back to their mom being because she's their manager, right? Like really pushing them to do those things. Like you can tell Kendall doesn't like it because she's hardly in any of these videos. She's like yeah. barely in them. Yeah. It's little snippets. Um, yeah. Like how much is their mom? Because I think their mom once said that she wanted to put them into in a position where they didn't have to worry about money. Sure. And they're there. And she definitely are. And they're there. So at this point, why continue with the show and why continue to push? And I think right now we're living in a real weird time where like all of these actresses and actors and all of these new celebrities coming out, they're all nepotism kids. Like their kids are all like, you know, they're all somebody's child. Right. Right. So now with this, now you have like a whole slew of other Kardashians that are all women, all young, very little. And at some point, like, are they going to be the next, you know, it girl, right? Yeah. Exploited. You know, I don't know if I, to be honest with you, I don't know if I, if there's one thing you as a person, like there's one person about me you know, about somebody being, deciding to being, being in the public eye, right. And putting their opinions out there. And then there's a whole other level with your children, you know, a whole other layer of having your children out there or wanting your children, wanting to have your children to be exposed to the public eye like that. I personally, no, I'm not judging my kids. Yeah. I'm not even famous. You know, I know how dark and scary people are. Yeah. And in other kids too, how they are on social media and what you really do to your kid's brain by having them on social media that young and the things that people say to them and stuff. It's not the same as like when you were bullied back in the day, right? Like mm-hmm. you're bullied for a little bit and they go on, you go on, you know? I don't know. I don't, I don't definitely don't feel it's the same. It's messed with the like prefrontal cortex of the kids' brains and stuff like that with social media. And my kids, they don't have social media. Uh, My daughter does now, but she doesn't even care about it. She doesn't, I mean, she's got Instagram. That's what she's got. And then she watches YouTube. She's rarely on Instagram ever. She, could give two shits. She's not on TikTok. She just watches shorts that come up on YouTube and she could care less. Like she has no interest in wanting to be on social media. Sure. And really that's just the way to be. But, but again, 
to your point, like, I don't, I would not, I would not willingly expose my kids to that level of publicity. It's hard to go back from. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I would not, I would, I would blur out their faces, right? I mean, look what Michael Jackson did to, look, just with look blanket, at Michael Jackson and yeah. these, with, with all his kids to the extent they went to have normal play dates. Now with all the, the Kardashian kids, like now that their faces are everywhere, can they have normal play dates? You know what I mean? With people like rushing them. Yeah. You know, with, with Michael Jackson, I will say this, like, I know he has his level of controversies, but he did do everything possible to keep yeah. his kids anonymous and that so people wouldn't react to them when they see him right now we know all of these kids faces right um yeah. from like rain disick and the little ones and all of them like where is there certain like level of privacy i think there has to be a certain level of respect with yeah. children that oh, yeah that i think that some people don't necessarily have but then again when you start saying things like that, they're like, oh, you're judging them. I'm not judging them. And granted, it's not my child. You can raise yeah. your child however you want. But don't, when something bad happens or that child acts crazy and it impacts other people. And I mean, obviously, I don't mean crazy like in the sense that they're mentally. I'm just yeah, acting yeah. like awry. I just have to clarify that. Maybe I should use a different word because I've acting used it a couple out. of times. Acting out. There you go. Acting out, you know, and become, become society's problem. Right, because at the end of the day, these kids act out, and it, yeah. and it, it, it impacts it impacts society's problem because you you introduced them to something that they weren't ready to be introduced from. I think fame is hard enough for people who are full blown adults to deal with, and then right. not now putting it in front of children. Well, a lot totally of these child different. stars end up doing hardcore drugs either for yeah. a part of time or for a long time, you know? And I mean, look at people like Macaulay Culkin, the Olsen twins, um, sure. you know, list goes on from those Disney stars. Selena Gomez. Like yeah, Selena Gomez. Demi I mean, Lovato. Yep. Lana Raven, the, I mean, Raven all Simone. Britney Spears. Yep, yep. I mean, I mean all of those kids who had this whole solo it's unfortunate that they've all had to had their Drew Barry had to have their uh, time in rehab at a very yes. young age. Let me tell you something. I don't adhere. I I personally don't think children should be in Hollywood. I don't. I don't think they should be in part of it. I wouldn't. If I had children, I wouldn't allow them to be a part of it. I don't care if the kid yeah. is a wonderful actor and a singer and has all the talent in the world. For me, the money is not worth it. I don't know. I, I think I feel kind of on that one. If the child is telling me that that is their dream to be an actor, I think that's one thing. But for me to go, you know what? My kid looks cute. I'm going to make them be an actor. I don't think that's fair to them unless that's something that they had already made the decision that that is what they want to be grown up you know mm -hmm. like 
Yeah, I'm on the opposite end. I would be like, you want to be an actor? Wait till you're 18. I'll su support you and everything. But now I want you to be a normal kid and worry about normal kid stuff, not about making enough money to support support your house or buy me. A, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it, yeah, it, definitely it, not for that reason at all. Like, yeah, because it ends up being like, I mean, like Macaulay Culkin and the, the problem that he I, I don't think it was Macaulay. It might have been somebody else. Sorry, misspoke, but that had problem with their parents because they're buying their parents all these things, right? And all this, and it almost seems like they're selling their kid. Yeah, yeah. There are quite a few parents on TikTok that are doing some very questionable videos with their kids that they're kind of okay, like, oh, what's wrong with it? It's just a kid dressing up. But like at the same time, with you knowing who all is on TikTok, right? Like all these dark creeps and stuff like that. And you're putting your kid out there in these little outfits and making them all cute. Because if you go to the comments, it's nothing but creeps. Like it's not kids following these accounts, it's creeps. And like the parents know, and they have them on these um, like Patreon and some of the paid sites where you go and you get a membership to see other content that's maybe not necessarily their kid naked, but it's still very highly inappropriate, like feet pics of their child and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's weird. And I don't, that, parents that are doing that with their kids, they're, sounds like they're willing there's, to do some other stuff to their kids. And I don't know if they should have their kids. There's people that are willing to sell their kids as horrible, as ugly, oh, yeah. as terrible as that is. There is people that are that evil, twisted, and dark. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that we live in a world like that. Very unfortunate. Yeah. And lots of it, I mean, too. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's questionable. And to your point, like they, why are you why are you doing this? Is it you're you're willing to do anything for a dollar? And I think where you said something about capitalism out of control, right? That where you that that we talked about capitalism, but that it's that that capitalism can be a very good thing, but yeah. when you're willing to hurt other people, exploit yeah, exploit other exploit people for a dollar, people. For a dollar, that's when it becomes an issue. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where we are right now because people are being exploited in mass. I mean, to sit there and say that we don't have modern day slavery and everybody is involved now is an understatement. Well, didn't they catch this this these folks that they had these people that were undocumented and they were using them for like labor and they had that like they couldn't leave and they finally got yeah where was yeah, it? it happened it was here in the u.s i don't trying to figure out what state it was and they finally caught them and they were like these people that they would have working right and they were not allowed to leave or anything basically just like free labor and oh, yeah, they ended yeah. up well that's one thing right like that kind of slavery say slavery but 
also, I mean, just modern day slavery, like people working at Amazon, for instance, who are making literally shit and they're having to pee in bottles because they can't get a break, like stuff like that, you know, um, because capitalism is what it is right now. It's I not wonder that we want to flip capitalism. It's just we need to do it a little better. We need to respect people. We need to pay people a living wage. We're still paying CNAs like nine dollars an hour when I made that as a CNA in two thousand three. Oh wow! When my rent for a two bedroom apartment that was a pretty good size was like five thirty six a month. Now that <sighs> apartment is like seventeen hundred a month. And you're still as a CNA making $9 an hour. It's actually, I think some CNAs make eight. So it's like, you know, it's, it's crazy. And then they tell this people, pull same. yourself up by your bootstraps. It's going to be difficult for them to, to your point, it's difficult for somebody that, and again, it's pro like, like who's going to give them, you know, all you know, who's going to, give them loans for their business who's going to do like it's all about and then we we're talking about that proximity to wealth right like if you have proximity to people who have money that are willing to invest with you you can but if you don't yeah you're stuck you're stuck yeah it's very very sad very sad i don't know let's end on a happy note because it's <laughs> pretty depressing down down down, well, down i was gonna down. go back to too um you had talked about when we were talking about the attention from your parents and them acting out because and you talked about being at home right when you do your mom being home and you always knew your mom was going to be home when you got home yeah. i can definitely tell with my kids and their behavior how different it is from working outside the home than it is inside the home and actually having mm -hmm. them here and me being here um my old my youngest who he'll be 15 in september whose special needs has struggled in his classes like right before covid happened he was in a special school for kids with behavioral issues because he uh -huh. was incredibly violent um for many reasons, he lacked being able to communicate the way he needs because he's largely deaf. He didn't know sign language because he doesn't want to learn it. And so there was a huge communication issue. But also, I worked a lot. I worked outside the home. So he has, you know, been at daycare or he would stay with my mom and stuff like that. And I love to work. Like, I've always loved to work. And so I would work as much as I possibly could because also things are expensive. Kids are expensive. Yeah, for sure. Kids are expensive. But just being able, because when COVID happened, they were home basically for a year and a half of school. And then this last year I decided, because my daughter graduated in December, my, my oldest graduated last year, uh, last school year, not this last one, but the one before that. And so, I mean, I was like, you know, I'm just going to take him out and homeschool because shit was getting crazy. Anyway, kids were starting to yeah. fight too much in the schools and covid and just all the things right they all the stuff they're teaching um the other kids that they're around especially right now like i don't know what's up with the kids these days but some of the kids that live out here where we live i've seen these little girls literally trying to smash rabbits with rocks 
Yeah. And so I don't want my kids around those type of kids. No. At all. And those no. kids are going to school with my kid because they yeah. they live in our complex. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, nope. And so just him being home the past couple of years, he was doing online virtual, but now being homeschooled, he gets to learn casually whenever about whatever we want to learn about that day, especially like if he has something that he brings up, like the other day we, he was talking about toads. And so we learned about toads and how toads are different than toad stool or uh, what is it? Tadpoles and stuff like that. And then, you know, germs, learn about germs whenever we felt like learning about germs because it came up or he learned about blood work and what blood work is and why he needs to take iron, you know? So it's like life learning when it happens and his behavior is a complete 180. He was doing really well. He was going to be transferred into the regular school right before COVID happened, mm -hmm. but he was still having some issues with aggression. But now, I mean, he's matured way better, way faster than he was at public school. Uh -huh. And yeah, I mean, just, just completely different. So it makes a huge difference when your child actually gets to be around you a lot more for a large part of the day and you get to casually talk to them or, you know, and not everybody gets to do that. And that's unfortunate that we don't have a system set up that supports, especially single parents, especially single parents with special needs kids um, and just other services that allow parents to really take care of their kids because kids are the society of the future. For sure. And if we're, if we're not able to raise kids who are kind to each other, who trust people, but also have restraint and can accept responsibility, we're going to have a very, very hard, crazy society in the future. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It is, it's going to be insane because you're right. Like it, it just, yeah. Yeah. All the mass shootings that happen from kids these days, kids getting hold of their parents' guns and all of that, and right? I don't want to go down that road, but yeah, just yeah, but I see it makes a huge difference. Time and oh. giving your kids that actual time that they want and need. Spending it's time with their kids. Huge. Yeah, for sure. That's a good note to stop on, Michelle. Spending time with your kids. Spend time <laughs> with your children. Talk to them. Valuable. Yeah. Kid time. Yep. For sure. I don't know, Michelle. I think it's about that time. All right. Well, click the subscribe button or follow, and that way you'll always know whenever our next podcast drops. Have a good day.